Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of Kind Savage. It's your girl, Nikki G. And today we have a guest, a very special oh, guest. Oh, <laughs> here we go. She goes by <laughs> Lily, just Lily, you know. Keep it Damn. simple for you guys, straightforward. <laughs> and Kone T is here too, I guess. What's up, guys? <laughs> what's up? You know, just, just what, celebrating, like, you know? Yes, you know, celebrating. It's, it's <laughs> so um, today is the day we found out we have a new queen. So um, we're, we're very excited. Um, I feel like this has been the longest awaited result ever. Um, yeah, I saw the funniest tweet in the world, which was uh, from the year that brought you four months of April comes uh-huh. three days of election day. <laughs> Right. I feel like this has just been like, I felt like, you know, when I heard that, um, that Biden and Kamala got it, I was just like, whoo, like, I felt like a huge relief, like a huge high relief because, you know, what's so fucked up too. Like this just shows how fucked up our country is and like maybe the world. I don't know. But, um, when, how many weeks ago was this? It was a few weeks ago. And somebody at work was saying that where Biden fucked up is when he um, appointed a, a woman as his running mate. That's crazy. And I was just like, why? Because like, America's not America's not ready for that yet. I mean, he's not and he's not even a Trump supporter. He's just saying, like, matter of factly that 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 he thinks that was a mistake. And the fact that he thought that was a mistake and he is, you know, voting for Biden. I was just very surprised. And, like, people were just like, oh, he's going to win again. And I was just like, no, like, there's no way. Like, there is no way that he can win. Uh, it's, a little embar- it's a little embarrassing that we had to sit with our fingers crossed for three days because, you know, it was so close in certain states. The fact that 200,000 people died from COVID and this election was this close. Like, it's embarrassing. It was really, really sad. Yeah. Um, and it was terrifying. Right. <laughs> but yeah. it doesn't. It doesn't. it doesn't necessarily shock me either because I think – a big thing that a lot of people don't realize when we start throwing around words like progressives um, Mm -hmm. and liberal and leftists uh, that that all gets very blurred. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that there are tons of people out there who believe that we should legalize marijuana, but don't believe that we should expunge the records of the black people serving prison time for it. That's so crazy. Who also, who also voted, who also voted for Biden. You know what I mean? Like, like it's like, like it doesn't shock me that somebody would make a statement like that that's you know america is not ready for this for a woman yeah you know what i mean to 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 bear that power it doesn't shock me. it's not shocking um, but it should be you know it's just, it, sh- it should be yeah you know but i was like no there's no way like because i had that fear too i was like oh my god like another four years of this shit like you know because last year i mean last year i keep saying last year <laughs> last election <laughs> Um, yeah, we all live in an episode of Twilight Zone. Yeah, that. that's probably what it is. Like, because it's been a year already. Like, it's been a year in COVID, so I'm just like, you know, over it. But yeah, like the last election, I really didn't think he was gonna win. I thought, like, I I knew he was gonna get a lot of votes because there's a lot of racist, misogynistic people, and um, you know, when you spew hate, people are gonna gravitate towards like certain people are gonna gravitate towards that. So I knew he was going to get a lot of votes and stuff like that, but I was just really shocked. I, I was shocked last election. 
Uh, and then this time around, I was like, nah, like everybody better go get their fucking ass to the poll and vote for Biden. If you vote for Trump, don't vote. If you vote for Biden, go vote. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you know, it's fucking, I, like if you're going to vote for Trump, vote, I mean, do, whatever. Everyone yeah. has their right, has the right to vote. Yeah, but you're really dumb if you vote for Trump. 100%. Unless, like, yeah, you're, you're protecting, you're, unless you're protecting your own interests with, like, if you really don't yeah. care about the other stuff and. But look at the demographic of like of Trump voters. Like, yeah, you yeah. can say that there are a lot of them who are, you know, kind of who have assets, right? Who make who make more than four hundred thousand dollars a year, right? right? Like, you can maybe say that, but a majority of them don't. A majority mm-hmm. of them collect welfare. A majority right. of them are on retirement. A yep. majority of them, you know, are teachers, are laborers, are are people in industries that don't exist anymore. Like these are these are the blue collar people who who quote unquote, according to the Republicans, suck the teat of the government. Right. Like these are those same people. So. For like a lot, this is why we say like Trump supporters are are, are dumb, and I'm sorry, <laughs> but they are because yeah. it's like you're at, you're voting against your own interests. Like every time, right. like I hear somebody who works at a McDonald's complain that Biden's gonna raise taxes, it's like, bro, you haven't made fifty thousand dollars a year ever, and you probably never will. <laughs> like, right? Yeah. It's never it's never gonna affect you. Like like that. Uh, ugh, it's so frustrating because they don't see it and. A lot of it is just the history of this country and the history of, of politics, which is like the fear mongering and telling somebody that the reason the reason why your life is hard and the reason why your life sucks is because black people and minorities, other minorities are taking your jobs. Right. <laughs> like that's that's what they've been told. And Trump is the embodiment of that. He's literally saying those exact words with no coding that Republicans are used to having done for the last 25 years. And it's so interesting, too, because I've known I've known you, Lily, for like, I don't even know how many years now, like 10, 15? At least 11 years. Yes. And like one of the, well, the topic that we are doing right now on the podcast is all about adulting and growing up. And like a few years ago, you and me probably wouldn't even be having this conversation about politics or anything like that. We'd probably be talking about, I don't even know what we're talking about, you know? Beyonce. Probably. We still talk about we still talk about that stuff too. But like to sit down and talk like you know, talk to you about politics and stuff like that. It's just like that was always a subject that like grown ups talked about, you know? And now like we are the grown ups. And um so like what what do you think was like the turning point for you where you became more involved in political and social issues? I think for me, like a lot of like a lot of sub like suburban kids, mm-hmm. like you know, I was I was really fortunate that like I was raised in a very middle class suburb, so I didn't have the same struggle that a lot of minority people have, or a lot of people in poverty have, a lot of you know people who look different from me have. So for me, my first like conscious, like you know, interest in activism came in my freshman year of college. You know, mm-hmm. I took I took a black history course and I learned all about the roots of, of my people, about Dominicans, which like you have to pull tooth and nail to get Dominicans to admit that they have black history. But it took right. a professor sitting me down for three weeks, you know, just talking about it to like give me the full gravity of who I am, my situation and where I stand in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was then and there that I became really interested in it. And then, I, you know, as I started writing as well, uh, politics became really interesting to me. Um, I think I think I'm I am am like most kids in my situation, which is that when you get to college, you get introduced to different ideals and you realize the importance of like politics. Right. I, I feel like that's the way a lot of Latinos feel um, like they grow up thinking that, you know, that kind of like 
where did it, like, Puerto Rican just came from Puerto Rico, and Dominican just came from Dominican Republic, and mm-hmm. it's like, wait, no, there's a whole history. <laughs> yeah, of rape and... Yeah, like, and yeah. Yeah, like, like, Seriously. like, yeah, we're, like, who do you think the conquistadors were? <laughs> yeah. Yo, I've, been, I've been trying to tell people about Dora the whole time. <laughs> Dora? This whole time. Yeah, conquistadora. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> people got to pull that clip up. <laughs> Yo, that's so true. That's so true. So, this year, for the election, you were, um involved in like you were you were the polls right i was in the process i took part in the democratic process what was it like yeah i worked what what did you have to do so uh in order to work the polls Mm -hmm. um you have to shake your butt really really good (laughs) (laughs) drop down low uh and do a standing squat twerk like megan the stallion okay that's pretty much it no that's that's Uh, That's, that's, that's the yeah. intro. Step one. <laughs> but after that, now, after that, after that, if your thighs ain't hurting, you get yourself <laughs> you get yourself to an election worker course. Um, so all of this is, is very easy, by the way. Like I would like to let everybody know that if you go to like vote.org, you can get all this information um, to register to be a poll worker. Uh, there are more than like one election every four years. There's tons of elections happening in your cities and towns and states that you probably have no idea about that you can actually get involved in too. So go to vote.org and everything that I'm about to tell you will be there as well. But uh, you get assigned uh, an election worker day um, and that's usually like pretty local. Mine was about a 12 minute bike ride away from my apartment. Um, The people who teach the course are amazing. They're like the sweetest people in the world. Um, they're really, really there to help you out like the best that they can. Um, becoming an election worker uh, and a poll worker is not something that's like what they call gatekeeping. Like they want you to succeed and they want you to be there, be there to help. Like everybody, it's a, it's such an important task. They're not trying to prevent anybody, no matter where you come from, uh, or where your background is from like helping to work the election. Um, but you pretty much go, it's it's about a two hour, two and a half hour course. Um, and you just like learn all about the, the machines and the stations, what's true, what's false, what you need to look out for. Um, it's open book as well. Uh, this like quiz that you get at the end of it is not here to test your like, you know, intelligence. It's not like getting you into a, into a college like I said, it's all about testing your ability to like look up information. Like in a moment where you need to find something, are you able to look up that, that information given the tools necessary? Um, which is why I say it's not gatekeeping. Like it's not it's not meant to test anybody to like make you feel stupid. In fact, in fact, humble brag, I got a twenty out of twenty on the <laughs> on the test, but not everybody did. And right. I remember one of the people who had gone up to turn in their test like before I had gone. The woman who was doing our test, um, who was doing the the class, sweetest woman alive, was just like, you know, go back to page whatever in the manual and you'll find the right answer to this question. And, and like she would send people back with that. And like that's again, she's like nobody. She's not trying to like fail anybody. She's literally just like, no, you got it. You've got the information. It's there for you. Like, I'm just giving you that nudge. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we got out early, too, because it was a, it was a pretty small class of everybody. Um, but it was great. And uh, even like down to like the poll working, I think everybody who's involved in the process just really cares um, when it comes to working elections. One thing that a lot of people don't realize is that no matter where you are, you're always partnered with somebody of the opposite party. 
So I'm a registered Democrat. Um, and in everything that I do, I was with a Republican. Um, and the conversations just never come up. Thank God, because my blood pressure is too freaking high for that. <laughs> this is the first year that you're doing this, right? Yeah, this is the first year. I've never, I've never done this before. I kind of got into this because one of my coworkers has been working elections since he was 18. He's 28 now. Mm. Um, and, like, honestly, when somebody tells you, like, how easy it is, you kind of just, like, jump at the chance. And most of them are, are like, your, your poll locations are, are pretty centralized to where you live. So you're not traveling out of your way. Like, mm. I'm someone who's really lazy. And if I have to, like, take a train to a bus, like, it's a no for me. It's just not happening. Right. <laughs> so no train to a bus. Either bus, no bus trains, to location no, no. or train to bus, location. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm, it's one stop. And even with trains, like, like if I got to transfer somewhere that's, like, not on the same line, I got to, like, walk through some underground tunnels, even that's putting me out of my way. Right. Um, this one was, like, super close by. And another thing, uh, it's not entirely, it's not really volunteer work. Like, a lot of people should know that. That, like, you do get paid to work at the polls. Oh, how much? So you get a hundred dollars oh, for taking pocket. the exam. <laughs> not, not get in my pocket. Wait, hold on, hold on. Wait, yeah. wait a minute. I'm, Listen, I'm getting an apartment. That, that's right. right. Full transparency. Full transparency. We have safe, secured elections. I'll tell you exactly how much they pay me. Full transparency. All right. So before Konnichi interrupted, okay, start from the beginning. <laughs> yeah. How much you got paid? He's just trying to protect my pocket. I, am, uh, man. I got. I got. I, you get a hundred dollars for the for the for the test like when you actually take the class, and then you get $300 for every election day that you work. What? Um, yeah. Yo, yeah, I'm so can, upset. You I can make, this. Yeah, people who are like, like generally elderly people, uh, they may, you can make up to like $40,000 a year just like working as a poll worker because of the amount of like local elections and stuff that kind of are happening all the time. Yeah. And like this year especially, like you could make, if you are an experienced poll worker, you could make bank this year because you i unfortunately was not selected but i registered to work early voting days like i registered myself to work three uh, voting days but they only scheduled me for one because it's my first time okay um but i got uh selected or i could have if i had been an experienced person worked like three other days and like cashed in about like a thousand dollars off of off of the elections work three days you get the hundred dollars for the uh for the exam day too, wow. um, and then I think you get the check somewhere like six to eight weeks after the elections. You're not getting paid right away. Okay, but they um, still pay you. Yeah, I, I think it's so out. funny. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 so funny because uh, I think I was talking to my mom about it, and um, she I had said like she asked me how much I was getting paid for it, and I told her, and she goes, "But isn't it like a really long day?" I'm like, "Yeah, I mean, it's from five a.m. to like nine. 9 30 10 o'clock depending on what time the last person gets out of there she's like well that doesn't sound like enough i'm like okay well yeah it's technically a volunteer job so like i'm not complaining about the cash right however yeah. however i will say that if you were to incentivize people more and put a little bit more money into the election process and like you know the people who work elections uh, I think it's something that happened this time around wouldn't happen again. I think that we're only going to see people voting in these numbers continuously as the years come. Because mm -hmm. I think people on both sides of the spectrum are getting really tired of just like kind of sitting, sitting with their arms crossed and like huffing and puffing about like the decisions that their politicians make. I think people are like 
to describe this generation as woke is an understatement. Right. <laughs> yeah, they're they're um, all the way up. Yeah. Like yeah, they're yeah exactly like they're like four Red Bulls in. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's. So I, I don't think that we're going to go back to normal politics anymore. Like, I think it's only it's only ever going to be like this. And so I, I think you're like, we're going to see elections at these numbers continuously. Whether or not we're going to see this tide of races again, I don't know. Like, you know, who who knows? But numbers wise, we're going to see it like this. So it, it is in the best interest, I think, of everybody if we were to put a little bit more resources and really incentivize more people to work elections. Because, um, like... It's really easy for people to get lazy and bored doing those things, um, but like, I think this time around with the amount of people that were coming in and out, it was like, I mean, granted, I worked on election day, and in, in like in county, um, it doesn't like, there wasn't a lot of people in Bronx County voting on election day. Most people were voting um, mail in. It was only oh, like wow. from six to like eight thirty that I actually saw a lot of people, and that we had. Like a real line, right? Because people also had to go um, after work and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, but it was mostly it was mostly mail in. Let me and ask I, you. That's another thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, real quick. So you were just. What was your exact role while you were doing it? I was a line manager. Okay. Could you have around a, So is that a like a whole separate? Shocked people for not staying. <laughs> did you? Six did you? Apart. <laughs> no. Well, <laughs> I wish. How cool would that be? <laughs> Six feet, motherfucker. Six feet, motherfucker. <laughs> so, so there's a whole other job for people that actually tally up the votes. Yeah, I want. That's what I want to do. I want to do cool jobs, but I was they put they put me in like the rookie. Like I felt like the rookie cop who has to walk yeah. with the right. shittiest beat. You're ever. like, here's like, a taser. Yeah, like, like exactly. I, I was like, yo, are you serious? Like, I got to do this. Right. Uh, trash. No, I want. So they have a. <laughs> they have this thing. It's like the ED table. So the ED, ED, blah, 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 blah. the ED table is where you, um, where you go in to like sign in and and like show your ID, and then they give you your ballot, um, and then you can work like the actual ballot counting machines. Um, so that's like really just wiping it down after every person like uses it. But then at the very mm-hmm. end of the night, you have to like close the ballot machines, and it's a very like in depth process. Things are sealed with specific colors, like color tags to make sure they're not tampered. Um, like as excited as I was and as much as I want to be like a tryhard and, and be like, yeah, fuck yeah, give me the hardest job. I want to do the ballot counting. This election? Nah. I don't want to be anywhere <laughs> near that. Especially, especially like this is another thing too as a poll worker. Like you have to also watch out for the poll watchers. Mm. Um, like poll watchers are, are people who are registered which with each party's campaign to go and oversee to make sure that there's nothing fraudulent or sus happening at an election. Yeah. And like they're they're necessary, absolutely, because people make, make mistakes. Like, you know, they're just there to make sure everything happens the right way. But the president uh was just telling his people like yeah man just go out there just get there go go and watch the polls and like if you're not a registered poll watcher you have no business being there right so that's why like on the news i saw that they were like oh why won't they let us go in and watch and that's probably why because well yeah because none of them are registered poll watchers like they they have designated people for that and then the other thing too is that like i don't know there's so much news happening right now it's really hard to filter through everything that's going on um, it's, it, there's every, every minute, every hour, there's something new that you have to like do seven years worth of background reading to like even catch yourself up to speed to what they're talking about. Um, but I think one thing that's really important with Pennsylvania and like the, the counting is that the court ruled that 
they they had already come to an agreement and a consensus on both sides, uh, on both parties, um, to allow X amount of people from each campaign to observe the ballots that were being counted in Philadelphia. And so there was a big concern over that, and people were, were you know, complaining and saying that they weren't allowed to and that the judge who rejected the court order was a Democrat and all this stuff. And it's like, no, he, he rejected the case and also noted that they had came to, like, an understanding for it. So there's no reason for people to get upset over stuff like this. Um, I, think, I think another thing, like, just as a note, if this election you spent any time wondering to yourself, like, is this allowed? Is this fraudulent? What's right? I don't know. This is a perfect reason to like actually do some reading on your on your election process. Like learn what the electoral college is. Learn what a runoff race is. Learn what all these things are. Um, because if you won't sit, you're not you're not victim to the media when you do that. And it's not to trash the media, but like you know, you they can't sit there and do an in depth discussion like yeah, John can't, Oliver can't does every you, week. Like right. yeah, like they can't be John. They can't all be John Oliver. Like they just yeah. can't. Yeah, they have. And so like, like there's time and everything. Yeah, like read past the headlines. Like just actually do some real reading. It's all there, and it's not like you have to go and like cycle through an encyclopedia like you like people used to have to do. Like the internet's right there. Your phone is right there. Just like look up things. I looked up so many things today. I looked up how a runoff election works today. I looked up what happens if people challenge votes. Like I looked up so many things. Um, I, you know, it's, it's, it prompts you to do a lot. Um, I think it, it, it's great to get educated about this stuff. And I think no matter where you stand in, on political spectrums, um, just like learn about things you'll be much less confused i think you'll be less angry if you actually knew something before you get upset even i got upset i got upset when they told when they said that in Allegheny county in in, uh, pennsylvania wasn't gonna count votes on thursday because of a court order about potential fraud ballots i got pissed off and then i realized well what happened with those ballots was that they were sent wrong prints and so now there's going to be an official in-person count. And the reason why they couldn't count on Thursday is because they had to go through the legal process of actually swearing these people in. Mm. Like reading about that took a lot of anxiety off of me because right. I was like, okay, this is a normal process. Like this is just something that's got to happen. I just got to be patient. Exactly. Um, do your reading, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. So you're going to be able to do this next year again, even though, so you have, you have to retake the test in the course yeah. every year. Yeah, you, you do have to keep taking the test um, because election stuff kind of like changes, changes all the time. Yeah. yeah, programs, machines. Like this was the first year that they had to put a generator, um, like a wi- it was like a Wi-Fi router, but it was in this big black box that was attached to every ballot counting machine because they were worried about servers. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, this is the first year that they did digital voting registration, um, like checkers on an iPad versus like a poll book. Yeah. So traditionally, registered like people who are registered to votes vote all their information is located in a poll book for polling locations. So like they know that you're coming because you're registered into this book. But now it was done on an iPad. Um, which made it a lot easier. Uh, but there was like concerns because of COVID about a bunch of people touching iPads. So everybody got a pen that had its own little like touch screen thing. I got to give it to New York. They did a they did a good job of like, you know, troubleshooting um, yeah. in-person election during, during a pandemic. Um, one thing I'm interested to see in the next two weeks, we'll know once everybody's like breathed maybe a little bit from this election is actually to see what the rate of COVID spread was 
through these in-person elections. I'm just interested to see mm. if... I'm sure it's going to go if, up. If there's going to... Yeah, I want to know, like, what the numbers and stuff would be on that That's and, like, where. Um, just something else to watch out for. Right. <laughs> and, like, and what would you say? Because, like, especially in this um, climate that we're in right now, um, where everything gets so political, can you explain, like, like through everything that you've that you've researched and everything like that, um, in your opinion, what's the difference between like what's the line between political versus like social issues? Because everything kind of turns into political issues. I feel like well, recently. that's the problem. I think I think that's really hard to define. I think if you asked me, um, those two things don't really exist anymore. Um, but I think that if you you're asking me as somebody who's like very liberal and very much you know, on the left side of things. Um, I think that, (sighs) (laughs) I think in my opinion, when somebody says something is, it's political, it's just that they like don't want to talk about it and that it pisses people off. And that when something is quote unquote considered political, it's like, like, it's like liberal, you know what I mean? Like if somebody was to say that gay rights is politics, like that's bullshit. Like gay rights is not politics. Gay rights is a social, is a social thing. You know what I mean? Like maybe like economy, a lot of these things are blurred. You have to remember that this country, this infrastructure and this institution are all based off of things that are meant to keep poor people and minorities down. Mm -hmm. So in order for me to, to, to truly tell you what the difference is between between something that's political and social i think we all need to have a firm grasp on the history of our country and who exactly it serves right um and so when i when i say that you can't say that something is either political or social that's really what i mean like traditionally i think if if you didn't look if you didn't look at 2020 especially the pandemic uh you would say that the way that we function our economy is a political discussion rather than a than a social discussion but that's not true our economy is what is, is part of the reason why poor people can't move out of their, their you know, wealth class. Right. I think our economy is part of the reason why you can't just become a millionaire overnight. Like, our economy is part of the reason why we'll never put enough money into schools. Right. Um, so that's a, t- <laughs> that's a tough question, but that's my answer. My answer is, is really look at the history of your country and what, what our, our practices are actually meant to serve. Um, and then realize when somebody tells you something is just political, it's probably that it's a human right (laughs) (laughs) right exactly (laughs) because i always felt like um like social issues and political issues or politics go hand in hand like absolutely because yeah there are the social issues like gay rights um civil rights all that stuff but then you need legislation to actually make shit happen you know whether it's what you know whether it's right or left right and um that's why I always say like it goes hand in hand. But I do feel like sometimes, well, politicians, you know, that's what they do. You know, they take the social issues and they politicize it because that's their politics. Yeah, but that's, that's their function. That's, that's what, what they, they do. That's what they're supposed yeah. to do. Exactly. I was going to say, like, like I think another difference between what is like a social issue and a political issue is that it starts off as something social. But yes. then when it gets to the Hill, you have a Democrat talking. You have Democrats talking with Republicans, essentially saying, all right, if you give us gay rights, we'll we'll do public school vouchers like we'll start doing all these crazy things like that's when it starts turning political right that's what it is because it's it's what, what makes something political is the weight that it has in congress uh the weight that it has in senate the weight of whether or not you're going to get bipartisan agreement on something that's what makes something political not what the people not who not who it betters necessarily or who it it hurts right 
And, you know, going back to what we said about how people have to just educate themselves and stuff like that, what advice would you give, you know, especially like the young generation coming up right now, maybe like the ones that are graduating high school who, you know, learned a false history basically that whole time and coming back and going into the real world? Um, it might feel, I, I could see how it could feel very overwhelming because there's just so much happening. As we said, like, if you turn the news on, there's just so much information to filter through. So where do you think is a good place for people to start when they want to actually start educating themselves? That's hard. I think um, <laughs> my number one piece of advice to anybody, uh, but specifically young people, because you're lazy, is to read past the headlines. Like, you scroll through Twitter, and you, you scroll through Facebook, you scroll, scroll through Instagram, like, out of the 150 articles that you scroll through slash read headlines and retweet before you actually read what it says, pick five of them and just read past the headline. I think that's very important. I think if you have a firm understanding of the way the news is reported versus what it's actually how it how it actually tells truths, um, I think that you can become your own policer to what is true information, what is false information, and what is biased information. Um, and then my next piece of advice is to find find other news sources that are not like. Fox or CNN or MSNBC or Bloomberg or any of those. Um, my trusted ones are BBC, Reuters, Politico. Those are really, really great uh, news sources that don't really skew towards any liberal or conservative anything. Um, yeah, it's just they kind of outside facts. of it. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing, too, is like, Stop expecting politics and, to, and like world issues to be sexy. Like, <laughs> like that's a that's a big thing. I, I I wish that like we would stop trying to make everything about politics like emulate what comes out of AOC's mouth. Like I think AOC is amazing. I think she's great at what she does. But like, we can't rely on like that formula to reach everybody, and you can't rely on her to be like the only formula uh, for like young people to like understand. I don't know. We still have to have a firm grasp of like some version of traditionalism um and like politics isn't sexy and like the world issues aren't sexy and so like just digest it for what it is and stop looking for the reality tv in it all (laughs) but you still you should like get think about it like what you said you said that you got involved in the voting process this year which forced you to kind of educate yourself deep like deeper like thinking like what you were saying like you started feeling you were upset that they were stopping the votes in the in that county in uh in pennsylvania right and yep. and it, you got upset about it, but you did your research on it. You were like, "All right, these are the motions." Okay, yeah. Right, I'm a. Li- and then I'm once a- once you realize that like this is how this happens. This is literally what our our founding fathers kind of planned for. Like these are the processes that we've put in place for things like this. Um, it's quite difficult to actually like have a fraudulent election in this country. Um, like we are one of the few countries that require like voter registration in general like we do a lot of a lot of the things that that we call election security that we can also call voter suppression are part of the reasons that it makes it so unfathomable unfathomably difficult for our elections to be fraudulent um that's just kind of how it is like in canada when the minute you're the minute you turn 18 in canada the government sends you a letter that says hey welcome to being an adult now you get to vote Nothing else needs to be done on your part. Congrats. Right. <laughs> yeah, not here. You got to. 
You no, have here to, you get a yeah, driver's you license. To, you have to like get a driver's license. You got to sacrifice your firstborn child. You have to like you know, it's crazy. Yeah. I was thinking, what, what's that? What's that dance in the Adams family? Oh, the mamushka. The, yeah, perform the mamushka. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched the second one of those on Halloween. That's how I celebrated Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. <laughs> oh my god, I actually missed Halloween a little bit this year. But even though I yeah, haven't I didn't dressed dress up, up as anything, I never, I haven't dressed up in like two or three years. I don't even know. You want to know what I did? I watched kids on my ring camera ring my doorbell, and I had no candy for them. Oh, yeah. because I'm evil. Nice. <laughs> yeah, nobody well, enjoyed that. Door. Yeah. <laughs> you no, know, but first, okay, look, not to derail, but it, <laughs> we're in the middle of a goddamn pandemic. <laughs> Stay true. your ass at home. <laughs> Yeah, Facts. right. That's I'm thinking that too. I got really mad because I went to the I like I was out on the street. I think I was gonna make a bodega run, and like there were all these like people in the bodega and like lined up with no mask with what? their children, like putting their hands into bags. You know for what's candy. so crazy is that so this would have been a perfect year for Halloween because everyone's required to wear masks. Right. Like this is the one. Yeah. <laughs> this is the one time that you don't want to wear a mask. Like, I think this is the year that everybody should have gone as doctors. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nurses Every and doctors. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's what the Halloween costume. Is. Like hello. Because right now the most terrifying thing to be in this country is the person who works in healthcare because it's fucking disaster out there. <laughs> yeah. It's scary. It's scary. Definitely. Like that's one of my things. Like because I work in healthcare right now. I'm not a nurse or a doctor or anything like that, but. I am kind of in the ER. Well, I am in the ER, not kind of. Yeah, you are in the ER. <laughs> and it is scary because, you know, you see people coming in and you're like, great, this is going to happen all over again. And I'm going to have to cover myself from head to toe, but I'm going to have to just do it because I'm not trying to get sick, you know. And um, yeah. But it, it is like you just wish that there was a way you could stop it. But it's like how can you fight something that, that's invisible? You know, you can't see it. So... Yeah. You have to just be as careful as possible. But anyway. Listen. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just like, yeah, it's like, okay, cool. Like, <laughs> listen. Yeah, literally. And um, well, that's kind of one of the things, too, that I feel like people are looking forward to, kind of like more answers with this um, with this new result that we have, like the new president, new yeah. vice president. I'm looking forward to, like, having a boring president yes. who just says boring things that I can hate a normal amount. Yeah. Like, a regular amount. Yeah, you know? exactly what like I from, said. Remember, do you remember when we hated Bush? Yeah. Yes. Do you remember that? That, that was, was a normal. That no, was I so fun. Him, like, oh, you paint? Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> no, you don't, T. You <laughs> don't. No, I do. I do no. because of what we had no. this whole time. I do. <laughs> I do. I, you know, and I remember hating him. <laughs> now, I don't, you know, I never hated him because I was, well, how old was I when, when he was? president i was like yeah, in eighth knew. grade so i would i just knew that people thought he was dumb because he didn't know how to say things yeah i you know, know? Yeah, look where we are uh, now i know but yeah but let's keep it a buck did anybody here watch uh watch biden's no. thing on last night no when he came out and spoke yeah, yeah. oh my god no listen i'm not i'm not I even gonna awake. hide it i i, I voted for biden and i and <laughs> i i'm proud that i did that but you dude's know? old but i was like oh my god Yo, he he does not know how to speak. Yeah. I mean, there's a microphone. reason why there's a reason why Obama <laughs> so, never really so put bad. him in front of a microphone. Like, there is a reason for that. Like, looking I know. back, like, I didn't, looking yeah. back <laughs> at the Obama presidency, you kind of understand why Joe Biden was just like a doofy guy smiling behind him at all the time, at all times, and never anything more. Like, we all saw that for what it was. <laughs> I, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't until 
till last night. And I'm like, first of all, I get it. It was late. It was like 1030. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So maybe he was tired. Maybe he's he was up. He's been right? up for a couple of days. <laughs> but, like, you know, oh, has, my God. <laughs> for real. But he has Killer Cam behind him. So like, or with him, in front of him, wherever. <laughs> like, she's there. So I think we're going to be fine. I just don't understand why she wasn't speaking. I was like, yo, where? <laughs> Because she's not going to be the president. Like, yeah, don't I, don't, I don't care. We don't want to hear from my man. <laughs> yeah, she she ran and that's not okay. <laughs> no one I'm not going to go her, into so. the fraudulent. Like, you know, that is the Democratic Party. But <laughs> but <laughs> we didn't have a choice. No, they didn't think. Just like your your coworker, just like your coworker said that they messed up by by putting in a a, a woman to be the vice president. Yeah, the Democratic co- convention. Thought that exact same thing. Yep, a woman, a black woman, was not going Shout to beat Donald Trump, and their only hope was yeah. That's BS, though. I'm just, I'm, yeah. I'm just, I would just like to remind everybody that, yeah. that Bernie Sanders been the candidate back when it was Hillary versus Trump that we wouldn't have had a Trump. Yeah, <laughs> we wouldn't have had a Trump. Yeah, that's a fact. Actually, right. you know what's funny? I, a part of me feels like. I don't feel that way. At the time, I didn't. But now looking at it, had he ran, enough young people would have voted. Because I think you're not gonna, you weren't gonna sway the conservative Republican. That's not a Trump supporter. It's not a, like a, not an inherent racist. Just like a just like a conservative person. Right. You weren't gonna get them to vote for Bernie Sanders. No. But no, there were a lot know. of like quote unquote Bernie bros who just absolutely hated Hillary Clinton, and they just yeah they I know and that's Trump. what happened. They right. just fully went Trump. They were like, well, we we're not voting for her because we hate her. So right. Right. or they just didn't vote. Period. Or they didn't vote. That's yeah. what I think because yeah. you know people just were like, well, I don't like Hillary, but I really don't like Trump, so I'm I- just not gonna vote. Fuck it, and that's why he won. I'm curious to see how many of those people who voted. Um, who voted or didn't vote, who abstained from the 2016 uh, election, actually chose to vote this time around. Whether yeah. it was Trump or Biden that they voted for, I'm curious to see like how many people who said fuck it last time said, oh shit. Yeah, like I, <laughs> I said, better fuck do it, something. can't do that again. <laughs> I don't know, yeah, people cause... are really stubborn. People, you know, yeah. people are very prideful and are, are like very unwilling to admit. That's, like, that's how we got Trump in the first place. Like, Don't you remember... With Clinton, how we all she was leading in the polls and everything and all the things to like right before the election, they were projecting her to be a sure winner. There was no way that Trump was going to win. All the polls were saying that she was winning, but nobody accounted for the fact that people were just embarrassed to admit that they were going to vote for him. Like people would never go onto a poll and say that they would out in public, but in private, they're going to go into that booth and it's between them and the paper and they're going to make their decision and nobody's going to know about it. Yep. And those people that had to live with that decision, because like, yeah. I remember after the election, um, I went to like a like a little birthday dinner situation, and there was two girls there, white girls, but whatever, and um, they were like, "Oh yeah, I voted for Trump," and I was like, "Are you dumb?" Like, they're like, "Oh well, we 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 can't stand Hillary." I'm like, "But you voted for a man who literally hates women, like." Like has no respect for women. Disrespects women. Yeah, contempt has a contempt for women. Like you are so fucking dumb. Like I will pick shady. Like as shady as Hillary is, right, (laughs) or whatever. Like I pick her any day over Trump. Over Trump for sure. Every time. Listen, I wasn't super happy about Biden either. I think someone like me, that's not enough. You know, like I don't trust. I don't trust that. I don't like his record. I don't really like the way that he talks to and about black people. 
Right. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of reasons for me to be upset. Same thing with Kamala Harris. But again, I just want to go back to hating my president a normal amount. A right. regular, regular and, and amount. And not being like scared, like afraid. Yes. Yeah, you know? I think it's or, crazy. I went out today and like you can tell that New York City has like breathed a breath of fresh air. Yeah. After learning the results because everything just seemed less tense. Everything was just like way happier because people were just like, yes, oh, I don't know. People in these communities needed to know that their president supports them, that their president doesn't doesn't think that their existence is like, you know, a threat to yeah, America. Or irrelevant, like it doesn't even yeah. matter whether you live or die. Um, yeah, it's true because I remember in 2016 when Trump won, um, I went to the city because I was interning at the time and I went to the city and it was so quiet. Like, you could probably drop a pin in Times Square and hear it. Yeah. Because it was just like, I, actually, it really felt like 9-11 to me because when I was, I, when I was, a, I was a kid when 9-11 happened, I was working in the city I remember when that happened, it was like no one was talking. And New York is a fucking loud place. If yep. people who, if anyone's ever been to New York, like, but it's very loud on its own. Like, it doesn't have to even try. And then you have all the people. But it was like, I didn't even hear like a siren. I didn't hear anything. You I know, remember, everyone was just quiet. I remember the day after the election. Well, I, I was in the city, too, because I, I mean, I live in the city now. But at the time, I think I was I was a sophomore. No, yeah, I was a sophomore in college. Yeah. Um, and I remember getting on the train in the morning. I remember being so devastated about the laws that I skipped classes. Because <laughs> yeah. I was like, what fucking professor is going to ask me to sit in class right now? Like, are you shitting me? Absolutely yeah. not. So I skipped classes, and I called my mom. And I was like, Mom, <laughs> I don't know what to do, so I'm going to come and hang out with you. Cause like it felt like you had, everybody had run out of options. Like it, it right. was such a disappointment for all of us. Like I remember being on the train going to Midtown. Midtown felt so scary. It was raining. It was just like dead silence on the train. You didn't even have DJ D train trying to play the latest whatever song off of his phone speakers. Like right. it was just quiet. Uh, right. And it's it's the juxtaposition between that day and like and today. today. It's gorgeous you. out. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah, down to the Saturday, weather. It's down to nature. Degrees. Yeah. Yeah, Mother it's Nature we know it. She was just like, nah, yeah. I'm not fucking with this last, yeah. last the four years ago. And now she's like, well, yeah, Mother Nature great. was like, oh, finally, somebody who believes in climate change. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here's some sun. Let me show week. you what I can do. In November. <laughs> I'm going to make it really sunny <laughs> in winter. So you could show, so I can show you that this shit isn't normal. Yeah. yeah that's there's one of these memes it's one of my favorites I, I i can't tell you what the actual name of the meme is but it's the one with jay-z who's like nodding his head but like looking up at the sky kind of nervous and yeah. it's just like it's like me enjoying 70 degree weather in november even though it, i know it's probably global warming like, all this global warming but okay it's lit it's just like all right yeah i'm here fuck <laughs> not for real but yeah this is i feel like this has been such a sigh of relief for us so many people Obviously, I know the Trumpitos are mad, but you know, whatever. Yeah, Suck a dick. Trumpitos. <laughs> yeah. Suck That'd be dick right. from the back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I can't wait. Uh, okay. my, I find it hilarious. <laughs> I saw a, a thread on Facebook, that thing that I never go on, about uh-huh. a Trump supporter who was like, um, that's it. I'm done. I'm getting out of this country. Uh, and the, and, and where you somebody going? asked them where they were going, and they said Costa Rica. <laughs> I was like, girlfriend. 
<laughs> girlfriend. They got no. socialized medicine in Costa Rica. <laughs> right. Yeah, where are you going? Like, yeah, well, every country. Because at least us, I, besides I speak us, another language. We could go I can figure it out and somewhere else. <laughs> like probably the only country that you can go to that, that has none of the things that you want us to have is like Korea. Like just go there. Yeah, that's like, it. That's probably the only one. Or Russia. Those are the only two countries that yeah, emulate, there. And, that emulate Canada, a fascist nation that you want. Yeah, Canada's like a paradise. Canada is fucking lit. Yeah. Like they have they have free healthcare, free education, LGBT rights. Um, can I go? I don't even like they have everything that all these Republicans, like diehard Republicans, don't want us to have. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's too socialist sounding for them. It's free birth um, control over there, y'all. Free birth control, all that. But you know what? That's a whole other topic for another day. I have, like, I have thoughts on birth control. I'm pro uh, birth control. <laughs> I'm Any pro. Kind. You know, I'm pro vasectomies. Like, just yeah, snip, snip, reverse it if you need to. Snip, snip. <laughs> Cause no, but you if you think about it, Nikki G, twenty twenty four. All right, vote for me. Vote for me. Everybody gets a vasectomy. <laughs> I love you that. Get you get one. You, you get, get one. Oh, you're a lady. You get one too. Yes. Not because like you know for real like it's just it's like, like why why do we have to deal with everything? But anyway, um, that's a whole other topic for another day. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't even know if there's anything else to say. But yeah, okay. Well, I'm so glad to talk to you about this because I I feel like it's important to talk to people who are like actually in it, like who actually are doing things. You know, like you're actually doing activism. You're actually involved in the you were involved in the election, um, and also you are living in you know one of the most diverse cities in the whole entire country, and um, that perspective is like I- invaluable. You know, we really need more people to like do that I feel, I feel like i'm gonna do it next year i mean next why do i keep saying that shit next election no but you should do it no next, you can like, do it next year like there's, I said, elect, there's, there's election tons of elections year. you should be doing oh, this right. shit in Rockland. so yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna look into doing it because actually that's also something i came to learn about too like i didn't even know that there were more elections in a year than just the presidential one i thought yes. that when the presidential one happens is when you vote for your congress people and everything but but it happens especially like in your town and stuff like that so maybe i can and let me tell you people in our town need to get active yeah, for real. Because right. those are the people that are really making the decisions. Like, people think it's just the president. Trump. Yeah, people think that it's just the president, but it's like, not really. Like, they're kind of like the spokesperson for the country. And, yeah, like, well, the thing is that the local elections mean so much more. Like, yes, now that we've. Because it affects that, you directly. Yes. And now that we've actually, now that we've put Biden into the office, the real work begins. I think that's a, yes. that's a very important thing to say is that the real work begins now. Because now we've we've taken like several steps away from fascism and we've returned to our normal state, which was not great which in is the flawed first place. Still. Yeah, like yeah. it's not great in the first place. So like this is where we can do the real work. So exactly. vote in your local vote in your local elections. Pay attention to stuff that's happening locally. Hold your local people accountable because they're the ones who are talking to senators and the senators are the ones that are, vo- are voting on the things that affect you the most. Right. Well, I'm gonna leave it right there. <laughs> so, thanks guys for listening to another episode in the Actively Adulting series. This is the, the political edition, clearly. Yeah, if I can like, get uh, know your shit. Right. Basically, what we're saying: there's know your shit. Okay. Um, and we are on SoundCloud. We are on um, Apple Apple Podcasts. We are on Google Play, Play right? and we're on Spotify. Exactly. 
Did I say Spotify twice? No, I said SoundCloud. Yes, okay. SoundCloud is what. All right. Is. You're right. gonna get this perfect next time. <laughs> no, I, I I did it. I did a good job. I got all of them. That's all that matters. Um, but yeah. So with all that said, be kind, stay savage.